0: James Gunn knows what's up. We're uh, here. Thanks for, saying, <laughs> for the follow, Beta Podcast. It is episode seventy-seven. Ooh, that was some neat hand motion. Yeah, uh, and it is August twelfth. It is Thursday. Uh, I'm Lee. You're Reed. Yeah, we join a heated DCU conversation already <laughs> in progress. No, no, no. It's all it's all fine now. You fixed it for me, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's it's nice to think the way you did, where the Suicide Squad is a new start of a dcu i'm not even saying no no, i'm not even
1: saying new Star. i thought it was just like here's this random movie with dc characters who gives
0: a shit and that was it well that's ultimately what it is but it has implications that it does set is set in the movies that we've already seen right i think i'm i think i'm
1: too much of an mcu mindset where i'm like well clearly this movie has to come into play like three movies down. yeah well the mcu it it (laughs) all counts
0: and it's all consistent yeah yeah with the dcu uh, they want to make it all count, except for the Snyder Cut and the Walking Phoenix Joker movie. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then this is just, like, them trying to get some goodwill back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and they succeed. And it yeah. worked. <laughs> uh, so we, we've
0: we done Mass Effect um, conversation over. Uh, go check out the Metal Gear Solid Complete uh, podcast out there. Oh yeah. Four and a half hours. Uh, so if you're used to watching Metal Gear Solid cutscenes... Four and a half hours is nothing to you; just goes right off. The yeah. Uh, <laughs> me and right Reed point. both watched the Suicide Squad, and since it is a grab bag episode, we thought, uh, "Hey, let's uh, let's talk about this movie right quick." Uh, I loved it. Yeah, oh, I, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I
1: yeah, I would say it's pretty fucking
0: good. Uh, I guess "love" is a strong word, but I really, really enjoyed it. I've I've liked or uh, dealt with many movies I've watched. This movie I actively enjoyed watching to the point where like me and my wife are like calling out things that are going to happen. And even when it happens, it's still, I'm like it's gonna it's gonna blow off. His oh head yeah, if It's yeah. gonna be the credits, and it yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. You're like awesome. Or yeah, like, like I enjoyed uh, it as much as like any. It's like good wrestling booking because you're like even though I know what's going to happen, it's, it's enjoyable it's, to watch. It's still executed properly. So what do we have with the Suicide Squad? We have James Gunn got Twitter canceled. And kicked off of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, so DCU, grab those sloppy seconds. and Because DC... D- they, they, like, D- uh, they like bad jokes. No, and DC's no, smart
1: enough to know that like six months down the road, the Twitter mob is going to completely forget right. about this as they
0: completely forgot about every S- other... Maybe the greatest move yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and then Marvel have...
1: followed suit, and they're like, oh, everybody stopped giving a fuck? Okay, James Gunn, you're rehired. It
0: wasn't so much that they stopped giving a fuck, it's that all the actors backed James Gunn and said, we quit this movie. Well, you don't and have a combination back, right? of everybody yeah. stopped giving a fuck, otherwise there would have still been a bad joke a guy made 10 years ago when this is James Gunn, a guy who makes movies like the R-rated Suicide Squad. And he's on your side.
1: He's like big time leftist who has been very outspoken about like right wing administration. Yeah, snake is eating its own tail, right? Right. Yeah. So it's, anyway,
0: yeah. Uh, thankfully this happened because now James Gunn gets to make movies for Coke and Pepsi. Which yeah, is, is maybe awesome. the first. Yeah, this is like Scott uh,
1: Hall and Kevin Ash showing up yeah, at WCW. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: MCU's got like a new James Gunn who's like not the, clearly not the same guy. He's like Mexican, yeah, it's so, like, Shane Black. Oh uh, <laughs> no, no, the movie's gonna be set at Christmas and Iron Man never gets in the <laughs> Iron Man suit. Um, Anyways, I shouldn't say that Shane Black's good shit. Oh, he made he's made tons of great movies. Yeah, I like uh, I like the Predator. Okay, okay, come at me. <laughs> no, no one's that's your is a safe place. Reed. Yeah, uh, Boyd Holbrook, you can so the can s- hop on the Suicide Squad is a sequel, and I'm using air quotes uh, to David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Uh, which was a movie that was uh, famously not very good. And Dude, it, one of the only movies in my life I ever fucking walked out of the theater of. Wow, I watched it on
1: a plane, so I couldn't leave. They were uh, doing like they're doing <laughs> like the badass walk to go fight the giant s- s- beam of light into right. the sky, and I yes. was like, you know what? I don't want to watch the rest Just of this. So I knocked that
0: scene to. in the original movie compared to that same scene in this movie. So what's really cool is that uh, structurally, the two movies are very alike. Uh, it, almost to the point where you could consider this new James Gunn Suicide Squad a soft reboot to the original. Uh, they've recast. They've recast the lead, but he's not playing Deadshot. He's playing Bloodsport. This must have been one uh, of the
1: easiest movies to write, just from a pure structure point, because it's like, what do we do in a Suicide Squad movie? They all have to go in to like find some secret research, and it turns out it's a giant monster. Then they fight the giant monster. That, that's our yeah, movie. That's it. Make it fun. <laughs> uh,
0: so they've they've dug deep. Into the rogues gallery of DCU, found all these characters that, uh, fucking rat catcher and polka dot man, and, and a little more obscure. Even Bloodsport himself is just like yeah, yeah. Bloodsport's like what the uh, fuck is that? But when you take obs- obscure characters like that, it gives you license to cool them up, as I like to say, uh, which is excellent because this movie just has a squad of characters. At the beginning, spoilers from here on out. A squad of characters at the beginning that just get wiped out. And uh, like, and it's it's perfectly set up because you fucking hate all these dudes. Yeah, like, well, fucking like a giant Courtney like, Nathan Fillion's got like the detachable arms <laughs> Yeah, band, and, you're and you're like, like, oh him.
1: Pete, man. when yeah. When Maggie saw Pete Davidson, she's like, oh, oh fuck. fuck this guy, <laughs> his head's blown off. <laughs> yeah. Thirty seconds later. Yeah, and then uh, the weasel, like, like yeah. mean,
0: that could be cool, I guess. <laughs> the weasel. Uh, and then uh, yeah, you got Michael Rooker showing up at the beginning of this thing, setting the tone. And you're like, man, this guy's gonna do some cool shit he tries to run away and gets his head blown off because we need somebody to do that just like in the first movie with Slipknot Yeah, Beach all, baby all the character posters in the theater is like Slipknot it's like this guy gets his head blown off just to show what the bomb does there yeah. anyway same exact setup Amanda Waller's running this a is suicide time. squad <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> now they have a uh, they've got like a cabal they've got like a room full of nerds now uh, which I don't think the first suicide squad really had it was just Amanda Waller yelling into a cell phone mostly. Yeah. Uh, and they are characterized as well and then you have an A-team and a B-team. Simple plot. Go to an island that has a dictatorship. Uh, and they've got something in a giant building called Jotunheim. That's bad. It's an alien. Uh, we got to go. Anyway. That that all aside, uh, you have some returning characters. As we mentioned, Jai Courtney, thankfully, bites, a, bites it hard at the beginning of this movie. And is no longer Captain, uh, Captain Boomerang for the rest of it. Uh, and it did seem like a symbolic, like, we're just going to sweep... That shit under the rug. Yeah, And here's the new movie. You're going to see a lot of similarities between this movie and the old movie. But hopefully we did it better. And I think Rotten Tomatoes summary puts it best. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Which is fucking insane. Uh, enlivened by writer-director James Gunn's singularly skewed vision, the Suicide Squad marks a, a funny, fast-paced rebound that plays to the source material's violent, anarchic... Uh, anarchic? Anar, Anarchy. Like, I'm it, it, the you It's exactly what it strength. should have been uh, an, an absurdly violent movie. Yes. R rated, first and foremost, perfect. Yeah, starring uh, a bunch of goofy characters. Yeah. I
1: like especially how much they would, um, in a sense, show not tell. They still were like, this is so and so, and they yeah. can control rats. So this but is rat but one. But that's
0: fun in a world, and I'm talking about our world. Where every superhero movie we're going into, we know everything the hero can right. do. Right, and they're but they're not
1: they're not taking it so seriously. Like this is rat catch number one, she controls rats. Yeah. This is a giant what, shark. What's, and the, what's and in Suicide shark. Yeah, and then Suicide Squad One <laughs> is just like just like here Will Smith, you should shoot some targets. It's yeah. like, pow, 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 cool fucking he's, angles. He's good at shooting. Yeah, and then like, oh, this is like Captain Boomerang. And then like, this is Katana. Her soul steals the souls of her oh, victims. Oh, I forgot
0: Katana was even in that first movie. Yeah. They should have brought her back, if anything. She didn't really, she wasn't ruined by that first movie. But that's the joke of it, uh,
1: is that she just shows up and Rick Flagg is like, this is Katana, Her soul, her sword yeah. takes the souls of her victims. <laughs> and it's like, why would you not show that, fuck?
0: No. Um, Anyways, yeah. enough talk about that first movie. David A.R., uh, obviously, he's been pretty grumpy. He's throwing his full support behind this movie as the suits at DC Warner. Uh, totally ripped apart that first movie and made it into something it wasn't, which was they took a dark, brooding Suicide Squad movie that David A.R. made and turned it into Guardians of the Galaxy. They put all that all that music in there. Uh, they re-edited it. They made it an absolute mess. This is, like the review says, much more of a singular vision. James Gunn brings in licensed music but does it subtly isn't switching between tracks every 30 seconds right it's and, um, it's similar
1: in gardens of the galaxy that you have these really silly ridiculous characters yes. but they have very meaningful stories behind them right so even a character like polka dot man who throws up colors and looks like it's a fucking like some dweeb, body horror yeah and yeah. sees his mom everywhere and jokes about killing himself it still has <laughs> it still yeah. has like like meaning behind it, and
0: he has a clear character arc, and he's getting over it's, it. Yeah, well, that's the thing that can be kind of said about all the characters in here is they are. Uh, there, there's literally the scene where they go to the bar like just in the first movie right? and they're like okay guys time yeah. for a character development in one scene but it, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't feel forced it feels sprinkled throughout and you do get a better sense of you are more attached to these characters obviously than you are in the, the AR version Yeah. Uh, even something like they're literally ripping the Deadshot daughter relationship from the first movie and just doing it better in the new movie yeah because he's uh, not being uh, with he's, not, he's not yeah.
1: it's they're not hiding like the irony of like oh Deadshot is like like this hitman but he's trying to be a good father like no bloodsport is just like a fucking asshole because he's been an asshole his whole life so why would at any
0: point would he have any idea of being a good father so like he his daughter's like oh i got arrested for stealing and he's just like and he's he's not mad that she was stealing she's mad that 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 she got caught yeah. And then Amanda Waller uses that as leverage and against he's like,
1: him. And he's like, whatever, two years in juvie, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> so they're not hiding that he's a bad father or yes. anything. It's only when she's just like, basically she'll die if she goes to jail. And he's like, yes. that's the one line I can't cross on. Oh my God. That's do. a
0: fucking, that's a thing. Uh, that That is a thing that they have t- attached to this character who is a villain. Like Bloodsport's a bad guy. Yeah. You shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. Put him in the ICU. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome. Uh, but... Th- that there's redeemable qualities in these villains is the point, point of Suicide Squad. Here's a bunch of villains and murderers that are forced into heroic roles and they do have some agency uh, of choosing suicide by the bomb in their neck. Or, And what this movie does that's so fucking brilliant in the finale is that they choose suicide by hero basically at that point Amanda Waller is ready to flip all the switches and blow all their heads off yeah and the the crew steps up because character development because character development even for these nerds in the room which of course they're getting uh, I believe Peacemaker played by John Cena who was Great in this movie. John C is fine. Like, he's... Right, it's... it's and I think it's, we're fine with John Cena at this yeah, point. Yeah, no,
1: absolutely. We'll get to that. But it's totally different from the ending of the first one because their choice was we either run away and get our heads blown off yes. or we fight the monster and if we win, we're great. Yeah. It's the opposite. In this one, they're like, if it's we fight the, the monster, we get our heads blown yeah. off. Yeah, or we can walk away and guarantee our lives. Yeah. And it's... That's... It's, like, um, it's fucking elementary. God yeah, damn it. It's uh, but yeah, John It's very
0: C- neat uh, it's a very we to go. Harley Quinn doesn't need to be in these movies anymore. It's it's a good rub for this movie, but she obviously stands alone. Like in the in the thing where they're like, "We got to save Harley." I'm like, Harley's gonna save herself in this next scene, and then sure enough, there's a huge sequence where she does. Yeah, but uh, it leads into
1: just more goofy. Yeah, like, and, Harley can carry a movie in a and, way that maybe
0: the, that the Joker also can. Right? And it so. builds
1: into the character of Bloodsport too. But yeah, sure. John Cena was hilarious. I fucking love the reverse resistance mm. thing. Because I'm like, here we go. We're going to have a resistance leader. She's going to be wearing a tank top.
0: Uh, is literally, literally the case. Right? The like, case, right? case uh, but, but the, the joke you... being that the Suicide Squad shows up and kills a camp full of uh, yeah. freedom fighters. No, this is the resistance. They're it's serious. funny if you go back and watch that scene though because it's so sadistic how they're taking them out. Like they're lighting them on fire. Yeah. And shaking yeah, them I mean, in their they're... sleep. And yeah, stuff. where he's just walking yeah. by. D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. You're like, ah, oh, but they're villains. You couldn't have you couldn't have Thor do a scene like this or the Guardians of the Galaxy do a scene like this. The fact is yeah. these guys kill for a living. Uh, it's it's very well done. John Cena's got a sword, which I don't know where he keeps it. Um, <laughs> uh, Bloodsport also had a sword. Yeah. love hidden swords. I don't think you, you. When you
1: watch so much wrestling, I don't think you realize how, so, how big these guys are, but like John Cena next to Idris Alba, who's a big guy in himself, <laughs> yeah, yeah, himself. John is a
0: fucking fridge. Yeah. Like, uh, he's like a, a cover machine on So, Cena's getting a spin-off, I guess, on HBO Max or something, uh, where he... Those two characters... You saw the post credit sequences. Uh, there's the one where those two characters are, are showing that John Cena has lived through getting shot in the neck. And then, of course, the post post credit sequence where Weasel's alive. Thank God. Uh, do you that- remember at the beginning... Where Rick Flag says that Weasel specifically killed like twenty seven children or something. That's my favorite line in the movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so hey, wait, no,
1: he's harmless. He's a Weasel. Well, he's not harmless. He killed twenty seven yeah. children. A bunch of kids. But you know, what are you gonna do? That uh, my, none of my other favorite part was yeah the detachable arm guy where he's yeah. just slapping we the just gun just, just like, so and like, then oh, he's oh. getting shot. He's like, ah.
0: Yeah. The the opening sequence where those guys are just getting ripped apart is fucking phenomenal. Uh, King Shark, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, that was his, Sylvester Stallone yeah, doing his best Groot. Your uh, King Shark's a really neat character in in the comics as well, uh, like a very powerful character, and is basically a Hulk. Like for in terms of power level, not quite. Obviously, the Hulk kicked King Shark's ass. Let's let's care. here here yeah. we go, death battle boys. <laughs> yeah. Marvel vs. He can live up our planets. Uh, but okay. no, having having someone like King Shark there to tank some of the hits, uh, and then you. But the movie feels so uh, violent and dangerous that at any time, like when he gets attacked by those little fish guys, you're like, holy shit! Is King Shark gonna bite it here from these? Little yeah, fish yeah, now? yeah. Uh Polkadot that... Man fucking dies. Oh yeah, he's he's well, as far as we know. We did we didn't see we didn't see his body. Yeah, where's the polka dot man spinoff Uh yeah, he could have he could have slipped into another un- he could be between the walls of, of of parallel universes. Uh but what more is there to say about this Suicide Squad movie? I think it's entertaining, it's violent, Idris Elba is is fantastic. Refreshing. The man has also been cast as Knuckles in the sun. It's the year of Indracelba. Let's yeah. let's go. Uh Heimdall, open the Bifrost. <laughs> Uh, don't forget that he was already in the MCU as well. Intercell is great. Anyway, great movie. Rick Flag got done dirty, though. Uh, I like Joel Kidman, okay. But that's, that's, uh that's the that's part of that's part of the what makes the movie great is you're like oh very vulnerable these characters like, oh yeah i was yeah. very
1: surprised when rick Flagg died because i was like oh yeah. he's for sure gonna kill peacemaker or he'll be
0: okay or, or or but then like it he gives him the rub it's it's uh, sean michaels saying i love you to rick flair oh, yeah because yeah. he's like oh you're a joke and then he dies and then the, what we know of peacemaker is he's gonna go off to be a hero in his own show right yeah so it all it's like poetry read it rhymes uh, if you ask around the office here, you might find someone who is being contrarian and says the first Suicide Squad was better, which is objectively false uh, as a movie. Like even un- have- a Suicide <laughs> Squad movie, you can uh, have that opinion. It's just I will have no respect for it whatsoever. It's it's <laughs> it's wrong. It's uh, not correct. And maybe there is a good Suicide Squad movie. Lee, you could read it that diet coke tastes better than regular coke. Uh, I mean, you know, I am a Coke Zero guy myself, so I don't know if I can weigh in on that. But if you're gonna like Star Wars. Episode 9. Listen, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Somehow. And then hate this movie, which has a 91% yeah,
1: Peacemaker Show comes on, like,
0: somehow Peacemaker returned, and that's all they say. <laughs> well he got he just he got No, was the, a very tiny bullet and John Cena's neck is like a fucking th- no t- the t- t- joke t- is uh, somehow Palpatine referring. oh he, he's like in a lightning tube in this yeah. space <laughs> I've <laughs> no. still not seen hey how'd of... you
1: how'd you live and he's like vague reference to past movies power <laughs> yeah. no what they? what he should have said that is like how did you live Palpatine and he's like popular meme <laughs> I was too popular on the internet so they had to bring me back and Johnson fucked up the script, so they brought me back because they only had three months. (laughs) They mean Rey Skywalker and me nothing. This universe is
0: secretly very limited. called a retcon. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, enough about that. Let's talk about some video... The other thing we can say about the Suicide Squad is... Rocksteady, the Arkham Asylum people, are making that fucking Suicide Squad Right, movie. right, right, right. So how happy are they that this turned out okay? Oh, only, like, oh, only, Oh, wow, people might give a shit about our video the game. The only huh. bad part is it's a dead shot in the video game. Mm. Not too late, guys. Yes. <laughs> so Literally just a skin yeah. job. Uh, and then Samoa Joe's playing King Shark in the video game. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. that. That's why I was confused. Which is good casting, because Samoa Joe, if if a wrestler was to transform into a DC character, <laughs> you'd, look, you'd, you, be you'd king become Shark. the king of sharks. Yeah. Uh, Alright, video games. Yes, you've been playing some new stuff.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, so first of all, I want to talk about Baldur's Gate 3. Sure. i am almost done the early access, which has been like 40 hours long for me, which is like when you've just played a bunch of games that are like 20 hours long, you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm fine with this being early access because by the time I'm done this first oh, yeah. act, like I'm gonna be like have my fill. Leave it. you wanting more. Yeah, and yeah. I'll be wanting to go into a second playthrough to experience everything again, anyways. Through, yeah. like the very many different perspectives, I can almost say definitively at this point that I think Baldur's Gate 3 is better than the Divinity Original Sin 2. Wow. Um, I think what really pushes it over <laughs> the edge, Divinity Original Sin 2, has the advantage as far as just. It's the same guys, though, right? So
0: yes. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, it's they're improving come, on a formula. Yeah, yeah, exactly,
1: which is great to see with a game like DOS Two, which a lot of people called near perfect. Yeah, um, near but automated. Baldur's Gate. <laughs> th- yeah, but Baldur's Gate Three is just it's better in a lot of ways. DOS Two is better in the fact of builds the variety because you can always respect, miss, and match everything. Everything is synchronized to work with other things. Sure, but Baldur's Gate Three has in spades just variety. Like, you get so many different dialogue options just depending on your background that you choose, the race you choose seen all the dice rolls in real time, which is almost in every conversation, to see if you yeah. pass or fail certain things to get access to quests earlier. Are later. you
0: worried that there's a cyberpunk effect, which is maybe an awful comparison, but that because this is a slight, a thin slice of the early part of the game, that there is extra attention given to those kinds of things? No,
1: no. If yeah. like if I know anything about Larry and especially how smart they're being about this, they haven't given a release date. They're like, here's yes. early access. Like we're hoping for 2022 is what they said, but we're not like. We're not making any promises Along with the fact that DOS 1 and 2 Were fully realized, fleshed out Kickstarter games yeah. They weren't even like just backed from their own pocket um, Very thoroughly done And I don't think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be any different here Especially from when I played in this first area Which has been twice as big As the biggest area in DOS 2 mm-hmm. But yeah, just seeing the, the dice rolls In real time, the up close conversation System they have now With the absolutely beautiful character models Some of the best character models in gaming today Um, great voice acting, very intriguing storylines, which is the big, big thing for me. I found most of the story and quest in DOS2 rather boring, but the combat is so fun and full of variety that it totally makes up for that in that regard. Um, but yeah, I can't wait till they add more, uh, classes. There's already like six or seven classes, tons of races to play as, uh, just absolutely fantastic fantastic video game and very, very much enjoying my time with it so besides that, I've been playing the beta of Splitgate. Sure. Which is the new FPS that is basically Halo with Sweeping portals. Sweeping the nation. Yeah, it's... Goddamn, is it a lot of fun? If I, I hear
0: one more person talk about setting up a portal on the ceiling at the spawn point and just shoot it raining hell on people who as they spawn, uh, <laughs> yeah. everybody's, everybody keeps saying that as if they're the only one who thought of it. It's just like, nah, man. Fuck the um, portals. It's, yeah, uh, it,
1: like, it's such a simple thing to do that totally makes the game so fucking cool. Like... I put a portal towards the enemy spawn on, like, the wall there, yeah. and I just put one there, and I just wait till they walk out of their spawn and fucking snipe them behind. Just camp them. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> but not, not besides that. You're doing lots of movement as well, because yeah. you do have a jetpack system, not unlike Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Uh, but it's fast-paced. It's very, like, Halo is not only in the way that it shoots. It feels a little bit tighter, even. Sure um but just. it has it has the dude going double kill triple kill killing spree and it has like shoddy snipes
0: Slayer. like
1: it's it's to the point where me and andrew were joking around that like we're surprised this game hasn't been sued by fucking three four three 343 yet. It's, it's that close like it's that it's
0: that eerily close um does it have a rampant ai that the main character wants to have sex with <laughs> yeah well then you're fine um, um
1: so it's 4v4 too as well just like halo yeah. Um, it has Oddball, which is just, like, the skull holding game. Yeah. And everything, so... The AEW of
0: Halo games. Yeah, it's,
1: <laughs> it's... The titan's really... The shooting's really tight. The guns are really have a nice feel to it. Yeah. It really does feel like a bungee kind of game. It's,
0: it's crazy that because like it, it's it's all the rage. Like people are talking about it everywhere. Everybody's trying it out. Which is for an FPS that's not like a hero shooter, like a Overwatch or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird to have that. This is much this, casual. It's an feel, Unreal right? tournament game. Yeah, like, well, yeah. exactly. So like it almost seems like Halo got delayed, and like there's this big gaping hole where Halo's supposed to be right, and it's Gates th- just like I,
1: I think it's coming out at such a good time because Overwatch 2 isn't out yet no um like people are so sick of Warzone due to all the rampant uh, cheaters yeah. and aim bots, and they're everything. just like regularly knocking hundreds of thousands of players off of those games. It's just like holy fuck! Like, um, and you know, like Fortnite hasn't been doing anything new, or
0: whatever. And they they f- added an Ariana Grande skin. Oh, thank you very good! Much. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah,
1: so this game is just really refreshing in that regard. I think the only thing that's going to be holding personally me back. This does yeah. not affect everybody. What I like about Call of Duty and Battlefield in these games is progression. Yeah. yeah, I like working towards weapons, attachments, having different loadouts and stuff like that. Um, as far as like Overwatch and this is concerned, I like to play them for like a couple months in a row and then I'll probably stop, stop playing yeah. because the only thing you have to unlock is cosmetics. Right. Um, but besides that, just fantastic game. It's a great time to play with buddies. It's cross-platform. It's free on all consoles right wow. now. I absolutely Split recommend Gate. Yeah, I recommend everybody get that. And then playing some classics with uh, Nick and Graham at the office. I, thought you, I swear to God, I thought you were about to say Fallout. <laughs> no, sorry, no, no, no. Like, okay. um, playing like Left 4 Dead too. Sure. Did
0: Which, you play the Back for Blood beta? No, no, not.
1: But we we're playing Left 4 Dead too. Forgot how difficult that game could be. I mean, um, if you suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm gonna suck He's then. Bad at video games.
0: Uh, no, Left 4 Dead's good times, man. It's it's uh, that's another game that at the at the E3 summer game fest thing. There was like four games being announced that were basically like, "Hey, remember Left 4 Dead? Here it is." Uh, so there's there's a lot of derivative uh, co-op shooter stuff hitting the hitting the. But but then like Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead Two are still played ad nauseum like people are still playing the shit out of those games They're fun games all valve would have to do is release a map yeah. pack or like a character yeah pack. We we're playing
1: yesterday nick could not stop staying just every 10 seconds like fuck this game is so fucking fun and yeah pills like, i thought you were gonna say pills here yeah pills nick, yeah nick, nick um, shut up and yeah we were even playing bourbon tie 2 before which sure. is very Same. similar yeah. and <laughs> it, it, like, it's just improving upon that physics engine of lobbing yeah. off heads and stuff but yeah that's what i've been playing
0: uh, Vermintide I've heard is a, is a good time, but yeah, that, that kind of game is coming back in a big, the, the, the co-op shooter. It's come back, uh, back for Bloods Out, I think end of September or October or something like that. So oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. And I'm not say, that's not to say that that game will eclipse Left 4 Dead. In fact, I think the opposite will be true. Uh, but that is some of the, the legacy of Left 4 Dead making a new game. And like the thing that's different between now and when Left 4 Dead came out, is it, you it, could, a game as a service, right? Especially, all, yeah, especially all the yeah.
1: post post release changes they've added to Left 4 Dead 2. They yeah. did add, I think, just, like, spawn points for weapons. Well, they, they, they folded you, them together at some point, yeah, right? If yeah, yeah. you buy Left 4 Dead 2, you have all Left 4 Dead 1 plus yeah, yeah, yeah. the extra all maps. All the characters and the maps. and the Yeah, uh, yeah, plus the new maps they added. Like, the way to do it's it. really weird. Yeah. And then Nick's like, why the fuck did I buy Left 4 Dead 1 for $5? And I'm like, they buy got you. Map. They got that's you, really. dude. The price they, of a cup of coffee. No, you they, can have Left 4 Dead 1. No, but they got you. There's no reason to purchase you it. You
0: did not need to buy Left 4 Dead 1. no, no. Uh, I have been playing more Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm in I'm in Great Britain or whatever it was called back then, just England, uh, and uh, you know, just murdering knights and 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 uh, burning churches. As I said, uh, the story, the plot is very much one of those games where you go from area to area. Yeah. You meet the person who's are like he, the person. Are there. you in
1: Mercia? Because there's, like, at that, time, be. <laughs> at that time, England England was divided into some places, and the place that they first would have landed is Mercia to take on King Aella.
0: So I, I am recognizing you saying Mercia, but that could either be from the game or it could be you from last week or whatever saying I Mercia. Don't, I, never, I don't think I mentioned okay. Mercia. Then well, maybe I so. am in Mercia.
1: Yeah, because the first thing that the great heathen army did when they landed in yeah. England was uh, attack King Aella, who was ruling
0: Mercia. Okay. In England. Well, I'm on my way, then. Um, It might actually be Mercia. You're right. You might blood eagle him, Lee. What? what? You know what a blood
1: eagle is? (laughs) It's It's an old Viking pain torture thing where they would put put you down, and they would cut your back open, and they would break off your ribs and fold them out to make them look like wings. Okay. And if you screamed at any point, you wouldn't be allowed into Valhalla. Oh, Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Sounds kind of rough. Yeah, they did, so they did that to King Gaelo because King Aela at the time killed... Uh, but he didn't care about going to Valhalla. No, it's just more <laughs> like, let's really make this dude have a bad time.
0: Uh, yeah, so uh, you meet a number of, of uh, Vikings, or whatever you want to call them, uh, that are already there in England at the time of Ivor landing and kind of getting things really started. Uh, but they're kind of scattered throughout. And went Is he on called Ivor the Boneless? He's just called Ivor. Oh. I don't know if he's caught... Maybe he earns that title during the, mm. the thing. Uh, but what I've been speccing into bows, which is clear in Assassin's Creed, is like, what? Bows? Of all things, Lee, and let me explain why. Uh, so you get different types of bows that shoot different types of arrows. The so Predator bow is like the sniper bow. Shoots yeah. one really slow arrow.
1: Like a Malagor Solid Missile.
0: Yes. Uh, the only thing is you can get uh, abilities. You get special abilities that you uh, equip. You have four slots for your melee weapons, four slots for your bow... Uh, the melee weapon stuff can be anything from literally pushing a guy off a cliff, which, let me tell you, is never gets old. Uh, you see a guy on the edge of something, you're just like, oh, boy. I've honestly like, fucking shows Uh There's another one where you can just jump on top of them and just start pu- fucking pummeling them as long as you can push the buttons, which is fun for the last enemy in a camp. Yeah. You're just like, all your guys are standing around. like, <laughs> uh. Uh, And then you have stuff like you're throwing hatchets and bitch, uh, shit like that. Uh, the bow stuff, though, I got one that notches uh, four arrows and then I hold R two and I can tag four people. And then I can aim anywhere I want and let go. Like wanted. And the arrows, uh, the arrows find them and kill them. Now the only thing is, when you're using the predator bow, you get the predator bow damage. Uh, so every, so I, I now I'm increasing my adrenaline slots so I can have more ability uses and anything that lets my ability recover faster. And I just go perch up on like the the highest point in a town where I'm supposed to be killing people, and I'm just killing them four at a time with this bow. And it is one of those games where you feel like you got one up on the game, where it's just like, maybe this isn't as fun as melee combat, but... I like here's the thing on a map you got to kill all these guys oh it's supposed to be hard okay well not if i sit on the roof and murder everybody with my bow yeah it's uh, it's
1: like in a ghost recon game where you getting all your allies to kill them with through tags as opposed to yourself yeah. you're like i yeah. didn't do any of the work really but it feels just as you, you sat behind a rock just outside the camp yeah. and you're just yeah, like i gave right.
0: the orders i did something hey, i i'm the one who pulled the trigger sort of yeah. uh, figuratively uh, so yeah assassin's creed valhalla is fine Yeah, because the three i swore i wasn't going to do the side uh, quest content but i went and was doing a quest and sometimes, because it's an older game, it doesn't necessarily update the quest log. It's just like, this is an open quest. You might be able to complete it now, or you might be able to complete it later. So I just randomly Googled, and like, can I finish this? Sure I can. And when I did that, I realized I missed six other unmarked quests. So I'm like... <sighs> I gotta go do those now, yeah. <laughs> and I got sucked in, man. So I'm in chapter six in that game, and man, uh you, you're gonna be playing Yakuza till I, the end of time. I'm recruiting be- uh, uh, bouncers for a club. I'm like taking in uh, Yakuza hitmen that are like out to kill Yakuza members and stuff like that. It's uh, the it's fun. Yeah, uh, the Yakuza side qu- content stuff is maybe. It rivals the, and this is something that you can't say from any JRPGs, is that the side content rivals the main story as yeah. the reason why you play the game. Yeah, it's very surprising, uh,
1: especially because from what I understand, the its main storyline is excellent. Well, the
0: main storyline takes itself fucking seriously, and the side yeah. content is the, is a James Gunn movie. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah, uh, and it's, uh, I'm enjoying it. That so was,
1: yeah, that's my that was my immediate from what I have played of like a dragon. That's my that was my immediate takeaway was. This main storyline is incredibly sincere. Yes. Compared to everything else, which is really nice. Like, the contrast isn't crazy because the main character himself is a goofball. Yeah. But his goofballness is also backed up by blind loyalty. Yeah. And that goes so much into the themes of the actual thing. But it's very much made like a classic Yakuza movie too, which is he's, really nice.
0: he He takes the the things that he's charged with very seriously. He takes relationships he's made very seriously. If you hurt those people or if you fuck up the thing he... Because he's trying to move away from it. The whole yeah. joke about Yakuza is like, since the first game, Kiryu's trying to fucking get away. But he keeps getting pulled back in because he's the only one that can get shit done. Uh, and then he eventually puts people in power that he's met along the way to hopefully let him move away yeah, from a that big, I, I'm assuming a big
1: uh, theme of that is you can... Yeah take the man out of the Yakuza, but you can't take the Yakuza out of the man. He,
0: like, this guy's in Okinawa running a fucking orphanage, and he's still being drawn back into Tokyo yeah, to do this exactly. shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, he's still beating it's... up thugs on the street, yeah. and like shit. There's still drunks coming up to him, just because he looks tough, wanting to fucking fuck him up. Oh man, like, in Like uh, a
1: Dragon, there's random enemy encounters, and it's like, dude in diapers, and it's like, <laughs> fetishist and shit, yeah. and like, what the fuck? And then, it's just, uh, you keep on, like, taking, like, signposts. That's <laughs> like a reoccurring thing in
0: the act of the games, is you find that, like, the diaper men, yeah. and they're always like these type tough t- yakuza and they're like trying to draw you in and then eventually you find them in a room being babies and Gary's yeah, just like i have to kick all of their asses like it yeah. doesn't there's not always justification for it and like the joke being that a lot of the side quests at any moment can just turn into a throwdown like you thought you were just talking yeah. to somebody and then suddenly it's like no we're we're gonna fucking uh, this is
1: a totally random thing we got yeah. the, we had the time so there's an old show on g4 called x play yeah, I think people are familiar. Yeah, yeah, X-Play has come back in some capacity. So, yes. Am Sessler... Well, G- G4 has come yeah, back. Yeah, so Am Sessler is still... Re- he's reviewing games again, yeah. and I saw his one for Like a Dragon. And famously, Am Sessler fucking hates JRPGs. Yeah, he's like a racist or whatever. <laughs> no,
0: he's not. Uh, Adam Sessler is the single most miserable person I have ever met in the game industry really is you single most obviously people have bad days and stuff like that but you look at the guy's fucking twitter and you're like this is just an angry motherfucker lately he seems to be in better spirits I would hope so he's probably got some like
1: mental issues maybe anyway um, (laughs) he famously fucking hates JRPGs but he was raping about like a dragon because of how just ridiculous it was like Calling in calls and then, like, attacks taxi comes and runs over a person. And yeah. that's that's your magic attack. Like, that shit's great. And it's all backed up because it's a very simple line of main character likes Dragon Quest. Yeah. That's yeah. it.
0: That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, in, in the other games, they always justify those crazy moves. Like, is constantly taking inspiration from random things. So there's, like, a, a drunk guy on a pole and he's, like, gonna strip. So for the first bit, there's a crowd gathered, and he's, like, doing pretty good, and it's like, wow, and Kiryu's taking pictures of him with his, like, shitty flip phone. <laughs> but then at the end, he uh, he hits his head really hard, and Kiryu takes inspiration for this to learn a rana. Like, he's like, oh, spin around. And, oh! Then his, <laughs> and then he, like, he's, like, inspired, and then it shows, like, his blog page, where it's just, like, Kiryu Kazuma, and, like, has all his information. He's, like... When he's not uh, running an orphanage, it's, like, so sincere. But then the thing he ta- the takeaway he takes from that is yeah. how to kill people more efficiently. That's fucking awesome. Uh, and it just endears Kiryu further. That's uh, such an easy pilot into ridiculous situations
1: because is yes. the kind of man that can take something out of anything.
0: Yes. he uh, can make a... Like, constantly, the side quest, the joke is that they... It's just, like, something crazy is happening and you're doing something important. I, I think I'd be more interested yeah. to
1: watch, like, on YouTube, a playthrough
0: of someone who knows what they're doing in Yakuza of all these games. I mean, it's, yeah, that's the thing is that it is kind of, you can just follow the main plot. But yeah. the, the point is that you engage with the mini games at least once. No, and that's when, what I mean. Yeah. Like, I would like to watch someone who knows, like, yeah. to pick and choose, like, oh, we have to do
1: this side quest just because it's it's not miss, as opposed to like,
0: I mean, and you get stuff, right? Yeah. Like, uh, there's recurring items in the game, so like, think of a, a, a Final Fantasy game, where you're like, Phoenix oh, when down. do I, yeah, when do I get my uh, amulet that resists poison or something like that? Like, yeah. those items are in every Yakuza game. How you get them is always different. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's fascinating. We have a little bit of news to get through.
1: Just a little bit.
0: Uh, so they leaked uh, the new Call of Duty.
1: Oh, I thought you were about to say the director of Mobius leaked <laughs> <laughs> Venom.
0: Uh, yeah, apparently Tom Hardy as Venom is going to be in the, the Mobius movie. Must watch now. Morbius? Mobius. Mobius. I think it's Morbius, isn't it? Oh, Ma- the Living Vampire? <laughs> they should have just called it a Vampire Man uh, movie. Vampire <laughs> ben- Jared Leto in another leading role. Jared Leto oh, in front God. of the camera. <laughs> Like look at the Spider-Man Rose gallery and like a, that guy. When that guy showed up in the cartoon in the '90s, those were like the worst. Imagine episodes. not doing a Crave. <laughs> like imagine not doing a Craven. Well, though. they are with what's his name from Kick-Ass. They are doing a Craven movie. Oh right, and they're getting yeah. some
1: like skinny boy. To do. Well,
0: whatever you know. Whatever, he's he's whatever. jacked, but he's not Craven as as me or you would. Yeah, you. I'm thinking like yeah. big
1: lion face yeah. on the chest. Idris Elba is Craven monster. <laughs> <Yes. the> <laughs>
0: So yeah, Call of Duty, apparently the new game out this year will be called Vanguard, uh, and apparently will be set in World War II. I think it's going to do bad. I think everybody's collectively over World War II video games. Well, because Call of Duty World War II did fine. Black Ops Cold War, I think, did less fine. And then Warzone just kind of eats their lunch, right? So... Um, I, th- I think collectively, people were the fuck over uh, World War II. And I, I don't think there's. Move on! There's, yet, there's literally nothing <laughs> else to
1: do in that jo- in that era of first person shooters. It's all been there's done. There's one thing to
0: do, and they'll never do it, is play as the Axis. But <laughs> well, people have said that for years. It's just like, make us play as the bad guys, make us play as the Japanese and the Italians. But, like,
1: uh, that's a war crime simulator at that point. You're like, all right first uh, mission go to Poland plenty Pol- of war crimes on both sides no but. it's like first mission go to Poland and gun down innocent
0: people for the first yeah. fucking which Call of Duty on. has done in a mission in the past I'm uh, just saying
1: I'm just saying I, like it's just that's not well what you, you would want. do the Battlefront 2 Hayes it's uh, the same reason of, they haven't done an American movie that's about like the Axis side of the war well, it's because it's fucking
0: depressing hey, and no one you said it. there's nothing new to do <laughs> <laughs> I gave you an example of something that they have not done for obvious reasons
1: I should add they've done alien Uh, in World War 2 they've done zombies in World War 2 but we have not played as
0: the Nazis yet Uh, yeah they should just be like here's a fucking Overwatch World War 2 shooter well because you don't want to yeah like because the joke would be then you become a Nazi who turns sides that would be the only thing that a video game developer like an Activision would be able to think of and then
1: you're trying to force the character to
0: have sympathy for someone who was a Nazi Uh, right (laughs) that's why they haven't done it that's what I'm saying It's Uh, it's like
1: the movie Valkyrie with Tom Cruise it's like it's like, oh, after after you guys killed like six million Jews, that's when you that's when you draw the line. It's You're time. Like, oh, we've yeah. gone too far. Well, that's
0: yeah. I mean, if we're gonna talk about World War II history, it's just like the Americans come out as the heroes, even though they fucking sat on their hands for the whole goddamn thing. Uh, anyway, Diablo two, uh, Diablo four, rather, also leaked its lead director and level designer oh. as uh, Blizzard Activision continues to clean house uh, amidst these these allegations and everything else that's going on. So some huge names have left. Uh, uh, guys with tattoos and beards uh, just dropping left and right from Activision. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, Also, Diablo Immortal, uh, which was the game that that guy asked if it was a fucking joke or whatever, uh, uh, BlizzCon, has been delayed to 2022. So it's looking like that game and 4 are coming out at the same time. Must be
1: quite the game. Might be quite the mobile game post.
0: it's hu- it's gonna be massive uh and then of course uh nintendo had a huge indie showcase which i know you care so much about reed uh but there's a new game i just downloaded on game pass called boyfriend dungeon uh which is a game where your weapons uh take on actual form as sexy dudes and ladies and you can date them so it's a dating sim slash dungeon crawler uh sure. axiom verge shadow drop that game got delayed and then they decided to release it yesterday that's an awesome side scroller. Uh, Platformer action game if you're interested and a number of other things got dumped on Switch or dated as well so that's pretty excited if you're into the indie games uh, Hades tomorrow the 4K update uh, or at least on PlayStation 5 uh, Xbox it'll have 4K textures the PC version didn't strangely enough yeah I, I don't know how much of a
1: difference that's going to make on a game like Hades but it sounds fine enough. I mean it'll look nicer uh, that's a you know
0: Hades is a good looking game already so yeah. imagine imagine uh, they also announced that Tetris uh, 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 Effect Connected will be dropping on the day the Switch OLED comes out. Which oh my God! A, that can't be a coincidence. Uh, put a really good-looking game on your your OLED screen. So that's gonna do it for the show this week. We don't know uh, what we're featuring next for video games. We're just taking it easy. Talking. About we the might CBS do something side. different even. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. We're gonna talk about uh, the the uh, the Axis side of World War II. No. <laughs> uh, Activision, are you listening? Meanwhile, that's what this game is or something (laughs) fucked up like they went for Yeah. Uh, Anyways, at Iceberg Podcast is us on Twitter. LeahTisGash.com is my email address. Send us questions, topics we find interesting. Might include it in the show. Thank you for uh, bearing with us on this loud uh, uh, very this this loud, proud, energetic podcast about the DCU. Go check out the Suicide Squad. Uh, it's streaming, so that means uh, you can just go download it for free. I didn't say that though. Uh, anyways, thanks for signing up for myself, Lee, and for Reid. We'll talk to you again next week. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't download a Starro.